Today's episode was made possible by contributions from our fans on Patreon. Visit us online at patreon.com slash rednightstories. Once upon a time, in the faraway kingdom of kingdom, there lived a princess and her many knights. All of the knights were strong and brave and bold. But no knight was as strong or brave or bold as... Red Knight, the greatest knight in all the land. Chapter 17, The Waffle Tower. It was a fresh, crisp morning in the Kingdom of Kingdom, and the rising sun was hidden behind a heavy layer of clouds. Despite the early hour, Red Knight, Green Knight, and Pink Knight were already riding across the kingdom on their noble steeds towards the village of Candyburg. Hurry! We don't want to miss it! Oh my gosh! I'm so excited! You know, I understand why Pink Knight is excited. After all, the Waffle Tower is her favorite restaurant. Yeah! And today is the grand reveal of their latest addition, the kingdom's first fully functional maple syrup fountain! That sounds delicious! But why are you so excited, Red Knight? Why? Because that syrup fountain was designed by none other than Bjorn Bjornsson of the Toyland Mountains, possibly the greatest designer in all the land. Oh, is that why your armor is so shiny this morning? Indeed. Why, I spent hours last night buffing it to a mirror sheen. And look, I'm wearing my very best red cloak. How much polish did you use on that armor? Enough to get the job done, Green Knight. If I'm to meet Bjornsson, I want to look my very best. Oh, brother. Will your sister be joining us, Pink Knight? She lives in Candyburg, doesn't she? No, Diane can't make it. She had an overnight call to help with an injured griffin. Well, we will all certainly miss her company, but we can't let that dampen our spirits. Onward to platters filled with complex carbohydrates! The knights continued down the road, and it wasn't long before they reached Candyburg. It was a charming village of beautiful houses and well-kept gardens that sat in the shadow of the Toyland Mountains. Its roads were paved with cobblestones and lined with beautiful evergreen trees, filling the air with the fresh scent of pine. Soon, the knights came to a large crowd waiting outside a towering building that was made to look like an impossibly tall stack of waffles. They left their noble steeds in a stable and made their way to the front of the crowd, where they saw a gnome holding a giant clipboard and wearing a tall hat also shaped like a stack of waffles. Pink Knight slapped down three golden tickets onto the table in front of him. Reservation for Pink Knight! Party of three! Meep, meep, meep! That's right! Front row fountain seating! I wouldn't miss this for the world! Meep, meep! The gnome led the knights through the bustling restaurant and up a flight of stairs. Each floor they climbed was packed with happy families, sharing big platters of pancakes, eggs, bacon, and of course, waffles. How did you manage to get front row seats to the event, Pink Knight? Oh, they gave it to me because I'm the Waffle Tower Waffle Eating Champion! I've won three years in a row now, and it hasn't even been close! I've got the trophy up in my mantle at home. Good gracious. There are certainly a great number of stairs, aren't there? You've got to work those waffles off somehow. We're going to the outdoor patio garden at the top of the building. You can see the whole city of Candyburg from there. Usually it's hard to get seats because there's such a long waiting list. The knights climbed up a final flight of stairs and came out into a beautiful roof garden. 
Big winter heat lamps were scattered in between walnut-brown tables, shaped like giant flapjacks. In the very center was a large object hidden behind wide white screens. The garden was packed with people clustered together in conversation or sitting at tables eating their breakfast. Oh, there's the mayor! I'll be right back! You guys go find our table! While Pink Knight rushed over to shake hands with a well-dressed gnome woman on the other side of the garden, a waiter led Red Knight and Green Knight to one of the tables next to the screen. Meep, meep! Oh, thank you very much! We'll take three menus, please! Meep, meep! Oh, thank you! I spent all night polishing it! Meep, meep! Green Knight, do you see Bjorn Bjornsson anywhere? Nope, no dwarves that I can see. Threat and bother. But, wait, good gracious. Green Knight, is that a minotaur? Red Knight pointed. Standing behind the mayor was an enormous creature with the body of a giant muscular man and the head of an angry bull with long, savage horns. It turned its head this way and that, its nostrils flaring and ears flicking. He glared suspiciously at Pink Knight over a pair of dark sunglasses as she chatted with the mayor. Holy cow! That's hardly polite, Green Knight. Ah, jeez, you're right. Oh, I hope he didn't hear that. I heard that the mayor of Candyburg had hired a new bodyguard, but I hadn't realized that it was a minotaur. He's certainly intimidating. He almost looks as strong as Pink Knight. Pink Knight skipped back to the table and took her seat. Hey, guys! Have you decided what to order yet? No, we were discussing the mayor's new bodyguard. Oh, you mean Fred? Aw, he's a real sweetheart. A sweetheart? Yeah, he's really close with Diane. He volunteers at her veterinary clinic every weekend and helps nurse baby birds back to health. Good gracious, you wouldn't know it by looking at him. Oh boy, the breakfast special today is the Strawberry Stadium! It's a two-foot-wide waffle bowl filled to the top with strawberries and whipped cream. Count me in. Ooh, I'm getting a tummy ache just thinking about it. At that moment, trumpets started playing, and the crowd of people murmured in excited anticipation. The mayor stood before the crowd and made a short speech. Then, a team of gnomes in waffle-shaped hats pulled the screens aside, revealing... Oh, the maple syrup fountain! The fountain was shaped like a miniature maple tree that stood within a large, round basin. Everything was covered with polished stones, tiles, and glittering glass, and golden maple syrup began to pour from the tops of the leaves into the basin below. The bottom of the basin suddenly illuminated with a bright, warm light, and the light spread along the ground of the garden in four paths to the edges of the tower. Oh my gosh, I heard about this! From the streets below, the lights make it look like maple syrup is actually pouring over the edges of the building. Wow, it's incredible. It doesn't look as though Fred is enjoying the light very much. It was true. Even though he was wearing sunglasses, Fred's brow was furrowed into a squint, and he was shielding his eyes with a hand the size of a dinner plate. He must have really sensitive eyes. It's not even that bright out. Well, Fred is from the Crystal Caverns. Most minotaurs are born underground and are super sensitive to bright lights. Well, thank goodness it's a cloudy day. No sooner had he said it than the sun finally burned through the clouds. The sky turned blue and the day grew radiant, but not nearly as radiant as Red Knight. Jeez Louise! Red Knight, you're glowing! Red Knight had polished his armor so much that he was positively ablaze with light. He was so bright that he was difficult to look at, and both Green Knight and Pink Knight stepped back hurriedly. 
Green Knight knocked over his water glass, sending ice-cold water all over Red Knight. Hey, watch what you're doing. This is my best cloak. Red Knight stood and removed his bright red cloak and began waving it about, trying to dry it off. If I have to have this dry cleaned, I'm sending you the bill. How much polish did you say you used? Ten cans. Ten cans? But why? I don't understand the question. Now, help me dry this out. Um, Red Knight, you might want to stop doing that. What? Why? Uh Uh-oh. Green Knight pointed. Everyone on the roof was averting their eyes from the dazzling Red Knight. Except for Fred. The Minotaur's nostrils began flaring, and he began pawing at the ground with his feet. He looks really mad. Oh, no! Fred is a Minotaur, which means he's half bull. Red Knight is a big red shiny beacon, and he's flinging his cape around like a matador. You know, it's actually interesting. Bulls cannot see the color red. Did you know that? The color of the matador's cape is irrelevant. It's the swishing it about like this that drives the bulls crazy. Well, stop doing it then! Fred shook his head and his sunglasses whipped free of his face, revealing a pair of angry bloodshot eyes which were locked on Red Knight. Good gracious! The mighty Minotaur bellowed in rage and then charged at Red Knight. The crowd screamed and leapt from Fred's path as he careened towards the startled knight. Red Knight and his friends threw themselves from the Minotaur's path, missing his piercing horns by inches. He crashed effortlessly through their table breaking it into splinters. Hey, watch what you're doing! I think he was watching! Red Knight, cover your armor! What? But I spent so long polishing it! The Minotaur slid to a halt and turned back towards the knights, shaking glass and splinters from his head. His feet pawed at the ground once again, and he snorted steam from his twitching nostrils. Gnomes and humans screamed in fear and began rushing for the exits. Oh, right, fair enough. Red Knight wrapped himself up in his cloak, covering himself completely from the top of his head to the tips of his toes. The only thing that could be seen was the plume of his helmet, which stuck out comically from his silken cocoon. Fred the Minotaur roared and once again charged at the knights. Pink Knight, you grab Red Knight and run! What are you gonna do? I have a plan! I'll be right back! What? What's happening? Green Knight pushed his way through the crowd and went downstairs. Pink Knight grabbed hold of the wrapped Red Knight and began to run. Fred chased after her, crashing through tables and chairs and smashing them to matchsticks. What? What was that? What's going on? Where is Green Knight? Don't worry about him! Worry about us! Pink Knight dashed around the rooftop with Red Knight held high above her head, his red plume bobbing like a fishing lure and driving Fred crazier with every passing moment. Pink Knight whipped around the syrup fountain and Fred followed after. His horns missed Pink Knight, but clipped the syrup fountain, shattering the shiny, leaf-shaped stones at the top. Pink Knight skid to a halt and dropped Red Knight to the ground. What? You broke the fountain? All right, Buster, now I'm mad. Red Knight, stay here. What are you doing? I'm going to grab this bull by the horns. Hiya! Pink Knight and Fred rushed at each other. Fred lowered his horns to gore Pink Knight, but she grabbed them, flexing her mighty muscles and straining against the Minotaur's colossal strength. He tried to swing at her with his enormous hands, but every time he tried, she yanked on his horns, pulling him off balance. Hello? What's happening? Pink Knight, are you still there? As Pink Knight grappled with the Minotaur, Red Knight wiggled to his feet and began hopping about the rooftop. 
He was still wrapped tightly in his cloak and could not see a single thing. Oh, I am completely trapped in this thing. He hadn't gone far before he tripped over a broken chair. With a yell, ah. he stumbled forward and fell into the syrup fountain. Ah, oh, so sticky. Oh. All right, I'm back. Where uh, have you been? Getting something that I hope will help. Well then, start helping already. I can't keep this up all day. I'm on it. Hello? Is that Green Knight? Will someone please tell me what's happening? Green Knight rushed towards the fountain, holding a giant bag. He grabbed Red Knight's cloak and yanked his brother out of the basin. Red Knight tumbled out of his cloak, covered in sticky syrup. Ah, finally free of that wretched garment. Thank you, Green Knight. Well, don't thank me just yet. What? Why not? Green Knight ripped open the top of the bag and dumped its contents all over Red Knight. (coughs) Is this flour? Between this and the syrup, you definitely won't be shining anytime soon. And after all that time I've spent polishing, do you know how long it's going to take to get this out of all the crevices? I'll be an old man by the time I'm finished. You'll survive, you big baby. Will you two stop figuring and lend me a hand over here? Oh my gosh, Pink Knight! Quick, Green Knight, I have red sunglasses. What? Where? They're, uh, stuck to my bottom. Ew. Don't just stand there. Go put them on Fred. Green Knight peeled the glasses off of Red Knight. He rushed over to Pink Knight and Fred, who were grappling with each other, destroying furniture and floor tiles wherever they went. Pink Knight, hold them still. I'm on it. Pink Knight pushed Fred away. The Minotaur bellowed and tried to punch her, but she ducked behind Fred and clutched him around the waist. Then, with a mighty cry, Pink Knight flexed, hauling Fred into the air and sending him back to the ground with a massive suplex. He grunted and lay on his stomach, clearly dizzy. Whoa, cool! Are you just gonna stand there? Huh? Oh, right! Green Knight placed the sunglasses on Fred. The Minotaur sat up and scratched at his head. He looked about at the damage to the gardens and then at Pink Knight. He made a few complicated hand gestures, and Pink Knight responded in kind. Is that sign language? Yeah, Minotaurs can't speak like other people. Their mouths just aren't shaped for it. I didn't know you knew sign language. Oh yeah, I took it in high school. What's he saying? He said, did I do that? And I said, only some of it. By the way, he's really sorry. Ask him if he'd like my cleaning bill. With the commotion over, people began creeping back into the garden. Fred and the knights were attempting to clean up the mess, though Red Knight wasn't much help, as everything was sticking to him. Well, this has certainly been an interesting morning. I guess it's a good thing Bjorn Bjornsson didn't show up after all, huh? Indeed. Can you even imagine me looking like this, standing before the greatest designer in all the land? Why, I'd be so embarrassed I'd probably explode on the spot. Just then, a chubby dwarf with a magnificent red beard waddled into the garden. He was wearing the very finest robes and wore a golden belt that glimmered in the sunlight. Oh my gosh! Is is that Bjorn Bjornsson in the flesh? Red Knight rushed forward to meet Mr. Bjornsson. He tried to take off his helmet, but it was stuck so firmly to his head that he had to leave it where it was. It's plume dangling pathetically over his shoulder. Hello, Mr. Bjornsson. I'm a Red Knight, greatest knight in all the land. I'm just a, I'm a tremendous fan of your work. Red Knight held out his hand to shake Bjornsson's, but the dwarf took a hasty step backwards, clearly shocked at the sight of the gooey knight. 
The dwarf harumphed irritably, then continued on his way, leaving Red Knight with his hand outstretched and feeling miserable. Aw, oh, jeez, I'm sorry, Red Knight. That was really rude of him. No, no, it, it's fine. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too upset. I'm, I must look a fright. He's... It's... <gasps> Hey guys, I talked to Fred and he's really, really sorry about all this. He said he's more than happy to take care of your cleaning bill, Red Knight. And he said he'd buy all of us breakfast. Oh, that's really nice of him. Agreed, though I'm not much in the mood for waffles at the moment. They make some good omelets too. Oh, very well. Come friends, let us break our fast. And so the three knights in the Minotaur enjoyed a delicious breakfast at the Waffle Tower. The maple syrup fountain proved to be a tremendous hit, and everyone agreed that the Waffle Tower was simply the best breakfast restaurant in the kingdom. Ah, another successful breakfast event, thanks to Red Knight, the stickiest knight in all the land. But you didn't really do anything. You know, he's had a rough day. Why don't we just let him have this one? Oh, all right. The end. Thank you for listening to The Adventures of Red Knight. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit us online at rednightstories.com. To support our podcast directly and gain access to bonus content, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rednightstories. We'll see you next time.